Hey guys, what's going on? Miss J here, and we're back with a new episode of Community Tuesdays. And this week, we're here in the hometown of Charlotte, and we're talking with Levi DeRosa. Hi, you guys. Yes, now we've been talking about getting together and doing yes. this podcast <laughs> session for forever. Things come up, but we're here now. Right, and I'm we're here. so glad. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yes, yes. So when I first heard about you, I think I was doing like either the New Era Music mm-hmm. Fest or we just saw each other through, through Facebook, social media. Through yeah, social media. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. so. So through that process, I've seen you working on your craft, being a singer, yes. very sultry like singer. Sultry, and, sensual. Yes. All that good stuff. And you also <laughs> talk a lot about being a mother. Yes. So yes. I love all those things because, I mean, we're women and we can do so much. We really can. Yeah. So you've you got to kind of find that balance between motherhood and music. Mm-hmm. And so I, over the course of this year, with putting out music, I feel like I'm kind of getting the hang of it. But um, yeah, it's still challenging. But you know, <laughs> get it done. We yeah. Get it done. But you are always out there, like promoting yourself, mm-hmm. putting yourself out there, and that's yes. so needed. So a lot of people may not know who is Levi. Give yourself a little <laughs> introduction, a little background right. about yourself. Who is Levi? Um, yeah, I am not originally from Charlotte. I was born in Jacksonville, Florida, but I was practically okay. raised here. So it's just anything Charlotte I support. I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm from here. I, I yeah. claim Charlotte. And okay. um, <laughs> I went to uh, a school of the arts here. So I've always been in, you know, everything creative, music, theater, photography, acting, just everything. And um, that's really helped kind of like shape my personality and my mm. character with wanting to even get into music. It's one of many talents that I have, but it's the most passionate you know, thing that I feel like I have to offer. You know, like you mentioned, I'm a mother. Um, I'm the youngest of five siblings. Okay. So, you know, I, you know, I come from a very diverse background as mm-hmm. far as like being the youngest sibling, but I also have two younger siblings beneath me. So I'm right there in the middle, like J. Cole, like with middle child. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the youngest over here, but I'm the oldest over here. Okay. So I kind of got the best of both worlds going on. And, um, you know, I'm just, you know, an outgoing person. I'm very social, but very extroverted and introverted, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, but like an ambivert. Uh, Anything what they call it? What do they call it? Ambivert. Ambivert? What is that? When you're both? Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know that. So I think we're so. ambivert. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to find it after this. But so, um, but overall, I like to do a lot of things in the community. Um, I like to, um, you know, do community service. I've done fashion shows. I've worked for the producers of Charlotte Fashion Week. So I'm very like a jack of all trades. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people who know me and who kind of watch me grow, mm-hmm. they know that. So they're kind of seeing everything come full circle. So it's like okay. that's like. Oh, that's Levi. Oh, yeah, she does fashion. Oh, yeah, she does music. She does this. She does that. Yeah. So th- they, that's what they kind of know me as. Yes. Just a little jack of all trades. See, you started out <laughs> early. I, I found myself later on in life. Yeah. My my path was very, like, structured. Uh-huh. In the beginning, it was like, I'm going to go to school, and I'm going to be a social worker. Uh-huh. I'm going to live this 40-hour work week, and this is what I'm going to do. And after life spun me around, yeah. gave me a couple lemons and everything yeah. else. <laughs> the lemons, and then you got, she right. got the lemons on the table. <laughs> so when life throws your lemons, you know. Right, you rock with it. <laughs> and literally, I changed my whole mm-hmm. span of things. Yeah. A lot of times when people hear like, oh, my mother, I do all this, mm-hmm. I do all that. And it's like, well, how do you get to a point where you just focus yeah. on music? Um. Well, like I said, my daughter, she's two and a half. She'll mm-hmm. be three coming up in July. And so when you do have a kid and you're still kind of young, you really feel like, okay, I have to start getting everything in order. Yeah. But 
what I didn't want to do is lose myself in the process of being a mother. So it's like with me still pursuing my passions, it helps me maintain a sense of who I am. I and you. so I wanted to make sure I made time for music or just whatever else I was doing. And um, it's hard because you don't, I'm not going to laugh. I have felt, you know, like a little guilty mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm trying to do things that don't pertain to my daughter because, you know, you just want to make sure you're giving them time, mm -hmm. you know, that they need to grow. But like I said, I do it because I I need to do it. I yeah. have to stay happy. I can't lose myself as a woman. And so, but my daughter, she's like a baby songbird. <laughs> she's a baby songbird. And it's like every time we get in the car, she's like, I want to hear mommy's song. Can we hear mommy's? It makes me feel Aww. good. And it yeah, kind of just empowering. pushes me to kind of keep going yeah. because she, I make records that, kids can listen to she can sing and mm -hmm. i'm comfortable with her singing right <laughs> <laughs> that's a big, big thing so, with her being at that point being my biggest supporter it just it makes everything easier yeah. it's a challenge but it does make everything easier i bet it. yeah okay <laughs> so i'm from a single mother i'm the only child Aww. and so i kind of understand like that bond you yeah. have because it's so sweet like, i was like oh i can imagine if my mom was a singer like yeah. i probably would be her number one fan number one yeah, I like she it. bakes cakes and I am a number one fan, you know. Hey, gotta support the mommies. Yeah, you know? we do it for we do it for our kids. Yeah, it definitely we really do is. it for our kids. So everything I do, a lot of people think you know they see the glitz and the glam of mm -hmm. what they see on Snapchats. social media and Snapchat yeah. and and you know, but we re I'm a real person. Mm -hmm. You know, I put my reality over everything else. So if okay. I'm having if my baby needs something or if you know it's a little daughter mommy day that we have that's gonna come first okay. and then everything else is gonna come second yeah <laughs> no i understand and that. that's just how it is that's yeah. just how it is <laughs> yeah so previous to us getting started we were talking about you know it's father's day yeah. and you were like girl you have anything going on i was like listen it no <laughs> i'm good i'm good <laughs> but that's important that you do take those moments yeah. out because life moves so fast it moves so fast so fast and i can imagine have a little one right yeah. now Especially a daughter at mini me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what do you enjoy doing? Like, what are some things that you take part in in the community of Charlotte? And how long have you been here? You said you said most of your life. Majority of my life, I've been here. I don't think I've ever kind of made this public before, but I've been here since '98. Since okay. 1998. So, uh, around like five years old on up. Okay. I've been here, but as far as like the things that I do, um, like I said, I'm not like a club person mm -hmm. or like um, I don't go out a lot. I go if there's, like, an event or, right. you know, and it has, like, a, a charitable cause or something like that. Something that's kind of worthy of me coming out. Yeah. Um, because I, I try to use my time very wisely because, mm -hmm. like I said, I, I'm doing a lot of things. So I have to make sure I use my time wisely. So I go to events. Um, Charlotte has, you know, somewhat a lot of events to offer. We're kind of yeah. getting there. Yeah, we we're, are. We're getting there. We're growing. Um, so, um, all right, lyrics. I I spent a lot of time with my family. I spent a lot of time with my family. Um, like I said, we are all from Florida. So mm -hmm. I have an uncle and a cousin who moved here, like within the time we've been here. But okay. majority of my family, like on my mom's side and my dad's side, they're all still in Florida. Okay. So I try to spend time with my family here uh, as much as I can. I, I just came from my sister's house, I told you. Yeah. And then before <laughs> that, I went to my brother's house. <laughs> I was at my brother's house, and then before that, I was picking my daughter up from her grandparents' house. Okay. So I'm always yes. kind of, I like to spend a lot of time with my family um, because it's very inspiring. When mm -hmm. I feel good, when I feel like I'm around people who love me, 
I create better. Yeah, so I can see that. That's majority like of, of what I do. <laughs> I, I still miss that because I'm the only person here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So I, like outside of family that I've created uh-huh. for myself. So where's your mom though? And um, everyone lives about two and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. It's a little outside of Greensboro, oh, so it's not okay. too far. And I go maybe once a month uh-huh. to visit, but still, it's not like having to just, just stop by someone's right. house or like, like having hey, them on this side of town. Or yeah, that kind of thing. yeah, yeah, definitely. Even so. though my family, they treat me like I live in the boondocks <laughs> because. I live in South Charlotte, and okay. they all stay, like, over here, kind of like Brookshire, Baby Sport-ish mm. a little bit. They treat me like I'm on the outskirts. So <laughs> well, I'm on the South Side, too, girl, so. Oh, so we're going to have yes. to get together. <laughs> yes, I'm South Side, girl. Okay, great. So, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's why it's like, I'm all, when I do get over here, I got to, okay, let me stop over here, let me stop over here, let me stop over there uh-huh. while I'm on this side. But, yeah, I think that's so funny. <laughs> it is, because even though they feel like it's so far away, we kind of, it's like, when I'm over there. Right. I'll come check you out. But, like, it got to be a real situation for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's how they treat me. But it's all good. Right. And, folks, (laughs) if you're not in from Charlotte, you should know that you can get anywhere in Charlotte in about 20 minutes. But it's still, it's priorities, man. (laughs) It does. And then if you're on the south side, people automatically assume that you just stay in a whole nother city. Right. Like, if you're on the south side of Charlotte. So. Yeah. It's so true, and it's like uptown is like right there. So it's yeah. like, come on now, if you come to like uptown, uh, yeah, you, you might as well come visit me. Extra fifteen, right? <laughs> Maybe extra fifteen minutes, twenty yes. minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so who are your inspirations? I talked to you about hearing uh-huh. your songs, West Side, which mm-hmm. I love because oh, that is such you. a Charlotte tune. Like thank when I heard you. it, I was like, okay, you know what? She right though. Like she right though, because the West Side is the best side. Yes. <laughs> Because like I was saying before, I, like, I went to the School of the Arts um, that's on Bailey's Floor. That's mm-hmm. considered the West Side because um, West Charlotte is like right there. And then I went to Johnson C. Smith University, which is on Bailey's Floor as well, mm-hmm. which is also on the West Side. And so, yeah, I'm originally a West Side shouty. Okay. I just happen <laughs> to be living on the South Side right now. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that song, is, is it is an anthem. When I first recorded it, it was actually second song that I came up with. And I came up with that song in my car. Car okay. On the way coming from Virginia to an event, mm-hmm. I just so happened to listen to some instrumentals. Like you know, I just kind of started getting into that, and the lyrics just kind of came to me. And that it was that song, and it was Green Light as well. And it's like I came up with those like in my car, off the top of my head. Didn't get a chance to write them down. And then it's like by the time I got to the event, I was like, oh my god, I think I have some really great songs on my hands. <laughs> and um, yeah. When I recorded it, the producer was like, this is a great, you know, this is a great song. So I'm happy to hear that you like it yeah. because that has been like a favorite from since I started from like up until now. Okay. So. Because when I first came to Charlotte in 08, you know, we're kind of showing our ages <laughs> out here. So <laughs> um, the West Side was the first side of town Aww. that I knew enough yeah. to like travel without having a GPS uh-huh. or anything. <laughs> so I was like, yes, girl, because everything I know about Charlotte is <laughs> West Side in the beginning, and I just kind of stretched out a little bit more, Mm -hmm. you know, you know how that goes. But another one of my favorites is definitely Smooth Lover. Smooth Lover. Yes, because first I was like, okay, let me hear this little ode to Sade, like, okay, what's going on? my Capricorn sister. I just (laughs) love, I love Sade. Yes. But um, that's one of my favorite songs, too. I can, my producer actually made that beat from scratch, and I'm going to tell you a little secret, because not a lot of people know this. I released two 
songs on YouTube prior to releasing the EP. Okay. But there's a song on YouTube called Consistency that I had. And at the time, I, I couldn't use the beat. I just kind of listened to it. I just wanted to record to it, and I just put it out there. But those lyrics to Consistency was actually, we were supposed to move that whole song to Smooth Lover, to the instrumentals of Smooth Lover. Okay. But when I heard Smooth Lover, because he made that beat from scratch, mm-hmm. I... It immediately like the lyric different lyrics came to me and it just came out and he put the flute in there a lot of people don't know i used to play the flute too yes girl you was a band flute. girl i was a band girl. yes i was a clarinet girl <laughs> oh my god you know what's so crazy we're gonna get back to that you know what's so crazy i signed up to play the flute because i thought the flute was the clarinet but when i got the instrument <laughs> it was the flute i hear that so often omg only reason i knew the flute was <laughs> The flute, because my aunt used to play uh-huh. it, and she was like, girl, I used to be so winded. And I'm like, it's okay, so no, I'm okay. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm good on that. <laughs> but it's just so funny. Yeah, I thought the flute was the clarinet, so I thought I was going to be playing the clarinet. But I ended up with the flute, okay. and it has had a very big impact on my voice, I mm-hmm. think, um, because the flute is winded. I get told my voice is very winded on, on record sometimes, but Smooth Lover it's just that it's my baby. Okay. Off the whole EP, they're all kind of my babies. But Smooth Lover, it's, it's real personal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a real personal song. All right, now. <laughs> so you talk a lot about songwriting and just having, like, a free flow of ideas. Mm-hmm. Has that always been you? Or is it just something that you've come to just, mm-hmm. I don't know, build since the... No, it's, that's always been me. Okay. That's always been me since since the school of the arts. Like, if you ever talk to my mom or anybody like that, I'm telling you, I used to get hand-me-downs. Not necessarily like, hand, like bad hand-me-downs from my older sisters, but, you know, cute clothes. Yeah. I would have, like, old jeans and stuff like that. And I would always try to find a way to be innovative and reinvent things that, you know, because I didn't always get the brand-new stuff, even though, like I said, I kind of got the best of both worlds. I got yeah. brand-new stuff, and then – I ain't scared to go on Goodwill in the thrift store either to kind of pair that with that and make it look real good. But, like, I was always, like, messing with my clothes. It started off just, like, you know, how can I turn this pair of jeans into a jean jacket? Mm -hmm. Then it got to a point where I was an art major as well. So I would paint on my clothes. I would draw. You know, my mom really handed down a lot of artistic things to me. She can draw. She can sing. She can do all that stuff. And it kind of passed. I think that's what I got from her. You know, she a little bit more, you know, curvy and all that stuff. I didn't get that (laughs) from her. But (laughs) I got all her ideas and (laughs) her talents. So, um... I've always kind of been this way, and it just never stopped. And then, like I said, into music, I never had to write things down. Mm-hmm. I just always can go off the top of my head. I'm always thinking about what my next idea is going to be. Um, even with fashion, I have a sewing machine. Um, <laughs> anytime I went to an event, I would make the clothing that I would wear. Okay. I would never. It was one time a designer, and, and she did a banging job. Shout out to her, Tajerian <laughs> Burke. She made me a dress. But any of the other events that I went to, mm-hmm. I would just get to my sewing machine. I didn't have patterns or anything like that. So it's like I tried to, like, stimulate my creative mind. And okay. the more I do it just off of free flow, I feel like the more it just strengthens everything. And it that's kind of just, like, been my secret to being successful because – I, I like to use my mental. Yeah. I like to use my mind. You know, yeah, let definitely. God, you know, make, give me the ideas, you know, because it, it, 
it's all about being in tune with yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm very in tune with myself creatively. And so it kind of just pours out into the things that I do. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you sound like you're very spiritual. You talk very, a lot about God. Very. And you also, we follow each other on Facebook. So, uh-huh. you know, we repeat each other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you seem very um, holistic, spiritual type person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the sage and, yeah. you know, yeah. affirmations <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, and being in tune. Yeah. yeah. I like positive affirmations. I just, you know, even though I did get a chance to, you know, get in the church, you right. know, I did go to church growing up as a child. I even got, you know, got baptized and everything. So it's not that it's like, oh, no, I'm not yeah, religious like or not this. Yeah. It's not like I'm that. Um, but I'm just more spiritual. You know, I feel like we're, I, it's this song, I don't know if you know, but it's uh, called Spiritual by Donald Lawrence. Mm. You know the song? No. Probably, I need to listen to that. You definitely listen to it. But it's basically like saying that, you know, we're human beings having a, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Oh, okay. And so, as opposed to it being the other way around. And so, once you really, like, think about that and you think, like, hey, like, human beings, yeah, we can, can knock on this table and a, a person made it. Or I can go to my car and somebody, mm-hmm. you know, made it, manufacture it. But us as humans, we can't make planets and we can't make the right. sun and stuff like that. So it made me think, like, it's the opposite. opposite we yeah. came from the universe. So I try to be very in tune with that and mm. very, be very in tune with myself. I'm just a strong believer. If you put out good in, in the universe, it comes back. But trust me, I've been on the opposite end. I yes. put out bad yes. and I got bad back. <laughs> so it's like, um, I see the, I see the correlation between you know good and bad but it's i I just try to be as positive as i can and like i said it goes back to how i think it's like your train of thought if you think good things if you you be positive it's more likely to be attracted to you and so i just try to encourage you know my people follow me on facebook or just anybody who's watching my journey to know like you can go through the struggle you can have challenges you can go through this you can go through that because i have Mm -hmm. but it's all about your train of thought. Your thought Absolutely. process is going to get you from yeah. point A. Forget B. It's going to get you A to Z. Okay. Real yes. quick. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> and that has, like, that's impacted my career and why I've been able to make such huge strides in such short amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it definitely works. And I love your transparency. I have a coworker. We always laugh. You know, sometimes you, you have a bad day at work yeah. or et cetera. And then... <laughs> <laughs> when she kind of like released, right? <laughs> and when she kind of released that <laughs> aggression, whatever, she's like, "I'm just being transparent." Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's true. so important to acknowledge the mm-hmm. good and the bad within right. yourself and what you know the world has to offer. Because right. a lot of people, when they come to Charlotte, mm-hmm. they always say you can go straight down the road and turn left, and you're in a totally different neighborhood That's of what true. you were before. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like sometimes it can be opposite. You think you're heading to a bad situation right. and you're really not you're coming from something that you thought was bad but really wasn't really was really was <laughs> sometimes not. that reverse does not work <laughs> so it's so important that you really do like you know uphold that situation i just shared a um <laughs> article on my insult media page on facebook uh-huh. and this little girl was born on june 12th at 6 12 a.m six, six pounds, pounds 12 and 12 ounces, ounces. i saw and I was like, OMG. And you know her name was so beautiful, Sailor. Yes. I said, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I've heard Salem, mm-hmm. but Sailor. I was like, oh, that's unique. Yeah, it was. And I was like, I would love to see that baby in about six years. You know, you got to keep the rhythm. Six and 12. <laughs> keep it going. That is so, I think that's very dope. I'm very into numerology and all that stuff. So it's just like alignment. I always mm-hmm. see like 
111 and 222. Yeah. 333. I always see it. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, my angels. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You have to, I don't know. I feel like sometimes people be like, oh, you know, that's, that stuff is fooey, yeah. whatever else the case may be. Yeah. But it's like, Listen, I just need joy, okay? Yeah. I'm trying to keep myself leveled and happy right. and spread the same vibrations Vibration, to everyone else. Exactly. And it's so, what works for you. Whatever a- works absolutely, for you, hey, it's working for me. So, hey, mm-hmm. when I acknowledge it, it works for me. Whatever yeah. works for you to get you, works for you. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys, Miss J here. And I just want to say thank you for listening to Community Tuesdays and supporting InSoul Media. If you haven't, please make sure you like, rate, follow, comment, whatever you need to do to let me know that you're listening. And also, make sure you let us know what you thought of the show. As always, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or even Twitter, InSoul Media. So I know we talked a lot about your journey and the things that you have built over the few years of just focusing on your craft. But let's talk about some of the challenges because yes. we all know we it's have a them. Lot yes, of them. a whole lot of yeah. them. Yeah. So what are the two most challenging things that has happened or you are you went through mm-hmm. during this journey? One of the most difficult things was, I know I talk about my daughter being my number one supporter, my family support me. Mm-hmm. There was one person, actually it was two people in particular in my life, who was kind of like my biggest fans. And it was my grandmother, Ernestine Baker. And it was... That's such a powerful name. I know, right? She is. is such a powerful name. Oh my gosh. And so, <laughs> and then it was a my mom's best friend who was kind of like a father to me mm-hmm. growing up his name was Basil Cavalieri and they both passed away Ooh. before like i got to this point mm-hmm. i know i even have you know i feel like i have a a, a journey ahead of me mm-hmm. but i was doing my very first fashion show um a few years back and the day before the fashion show is when i got news that my grandmother had passed away mm-hmm. that day before and that next day, I had to. I had. To, I was the front of house. I was selling tickets. I was doing this, and I. I had to be on my A game yeah. because it was so close, and I didn't get a chance to really like see her, you know, prior before that, and that hurt me. But that was very like a pivotal point in my life where I'm like, you know, do you stop yeah. or do you keep going? And I had mm-hmm. to make a choice. That time, I'm gonna keep going for the people who believed in me, for the people who supported me, and so that was like one of the main things yeah because she would travel if i had a concert or anything because i used to always like do things in Mm -hmm. school she would drive by herself from florida from jacksonville florida all the way up here to charlotte just to see me do anything just to see me perform just to see me do anything i wanted to do to the point where even when i went to the funeral and it was family that i did not know Mm because you know you know, it might just be people she knew that I didn't right. know. Everybody knew who I was. No offense, my brothers is my brothers who also is you know her grandkids, mm-hmm. but nobody was checking for them. <laughs> okay, they were checking for me <laughs> because my grandma. You know, yeah. because of her, always like being a support, always being an advocate for me. So that was, uh, yeah, that was very yeah. challenging for me. And the second challenge, um, I mean, just life, like. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think people get caught up on social media and you you want to look your best. You want to be mm-hmm. your best. But there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes yeah. that people don't see the insecurities of trying to have a career because you go you go through that. too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just it was just a lot with family, personal mm-hmm. issues that I've gone through that I've had to overcome. Um, I tried to go to school and I failed out of that. I tried to get my real estate license. I failed out of that. So it was just like 
a lot of failures in the midst of trying to have successes. I battled a lot of personal things, um, a lot of financial things. And and it was caused by me becoming a a young mother. Mm -hmm. It puts a strain on you because if you're not already where you want to be in life and then you add another human being to the mix. And I was so like, like I mentioned before, I put everything on a back burner. So I was getting in a habit of, making sure I tried to maintain that balance because mm-hmm. like I said, I would put her before anything. Yeah. So if I had a meeting or if I had an event or something like that, and if I couldn't go, I wouldn't go. So I, basically the challenge of that is, it's just like you have to try to become successful at something over a longer span of time. Mm-hmm. You can't just, she's here. So, yeah. you know, if I can't do it, I can't do it. It was a point in time where one of my biggest challenges was just like trying to get things done and starting things and not finishing mm-hmm. because, you Girl, know, just life, hey, a challenge is meant to be overcome. Yes, that's the so. word. <laughs> challenge is meant to be overcome. Yes, <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> but oh my God, but it feels great to talk about it. It yeah. feels great to talk about it and acknowledge it because people who see my journey it is not peaches and cream it's not all roses <laughs> right <laughs> it's not all roses but For if real. you have the motivation mm-hmm. and it's got to be in your spirit if you have the motivation god's gonna make he's gonna make yeah, sure he got you so, yeah yeah yes girl i think we had got to a point with young girls mm-hmm. it kind of seemed like they thought having children mm-hmm was like a badge of honor Mm -hmm. or it was a kind of like a game and it's Mm -hmm. like no baby this is real like this is a real human you have to raise that it breathes yes (laughs) (laughs) like you have to take care of this like this is a precious blessing and it's not something that you can just hand off to someone else as responsibility because even if you do later on in life when that little being begins grown you have a lot of questions to answer a lot of questions to answer yeah Mm -hmm. so it's so i don't know I know there's plenty of great mothers yeah. and fathers out there. Shout out to them. Shout out. Happy Even Father's though this, Day to Right. Guys. Even though this episode <laughs> of Air Later, still happy Father's Day. <laughs> but it's so refreshing to hear someone say, no, like my child comes first. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. if I can't bring her with me mm-hmm. to these meetings. In which I have before. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, I got to say this because this was just recent. They had mm-hmm. a, um, a town hall meeting of. It was by Music Everywhere Charlotte. Okay. And it was basically like the city officials trying to like get together with local artists, venue owners, and stuff like that. Just trying to see what they can do to help elevate the entertainment right. industry in Charlotte. And I was the only person who walked in that door with a baby on my hip. Okay. <laughs> and? <laughs> and, can, yeah, can she come in here? Great, because we're in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I... Like you said, I bring her. I mm-hmm. bring her because she's a part of my experience. Yes. She's a part of my experience. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. If she can't come, then I'm not. Okay. I'm not coming. <laughs> it's not meant for me. <laughs> it ain't meant for me. <laughs> so, we talk a lot about, you know, obstacles and overcoming. What would you like to see the future of your brand, mm-hmm. your name, your music? Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Oh, wow. Um... Music for me is not my end all be all. Like gotcha. how, how we mentioned before, I I kind of I'm just a creator. So it's like five years. I see myself 
you know, being in movies, maybe having my own, you know, business, cosmetics business, you know, my own investment properties and stuff like that. Like, I'm real business savvy. So, um, and then, oh, the main thing, the main thing that I want to get solid, when I mentioned my grandmother, Ernestine, uh, this was like after she passed away. And I was on my porch one time Mm -hmm. and I was just kind of like, talking to her you yeah know, because physic- physically yeah. physically she's not here but hey if some somewhere out there I you know I'm like I hope this message gets to you and I, I kid you not out of nowhere my mom used to like have plants and stuff like that but I never seen hummingbirds I never seen hummingbirds mm-hmm. out of nowhere I'm standing on my porch and a hum as I'm talking to my grandmother this hummingbird comes and flies in my face oh my god and like stays there for like maybe like 2.5 seconds mm-hmm. and then flew away and I'm like oh my gosh my grandmother sent this to me. My grandmother sent this to me. She yeah. sent this hummingbird to me to let me know she heard me. She yeah. hears me. And, like, I think a week or two after that, I went to go get a hummingbird tattooed on my thigh out of honor mm-hmm. of her. And so I want to start a foundation for in honor of her called the Hummingbird Project. Okay. And my goal is to maybe start up, like, do a summer camp or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I really want to be an advocate for young girls, like how we keep talking about. We're in a time where a lot of people don't got a lot of morals and values okay. nowadays. Yeah. Um, um, and they're being raised by society, unfortunately. And so I kind of want to bridge that gap. And maybe that's something you could be a part of with me. Yeah. Bridge that gap between adolescent girls and women, those of us who have went through challenges, but we're still becoming successful. Yeah. And kind of let them know, like, hey, this is the the reality of what yeah. we had to go through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, help talk to them, help mentor them. That's the main thing I want to do. I, I know you say you follow me on Facebook, but one of my favorite posts on there, I was like, a, a lot of people get caught up on my music, but I'm a humanitarian, okay, <laughs> people? I am for the people. And so <laughs> my career and everything, it would mean nothing if I didn't have things set in stone that mm-hmm. could really help the community. Absolutely. And especially with young women, because mm-hmm. I have a daughter. And I try to make sure I'm her first role model before anything, mm-hmm. which I feel like a lot of women need to get back to that. You know, yeah. w- you know, we have our days, you know, we want to listen to our, car- you know, they want to say Cardi B and they want to listen to this when they go out and go out and do that. But you have to be very careful, even as an adult woman, you know, you're, you're also still, you know, pushing that image, you know, mm-hmm. support, you know, support another image, be a role model to your, whether it's your own daughter your niece or a a female cousin you know just try to make sure as young girls coming up we're not getting lost in the sauce and letting these young girls in a society run by men you know Mm -hmm. because you've seen all the crazy stuff with the abortion laws and things of you know them having an input that affect us directly which i feel like they can have better things me and my homegirls at work were just talking the other day and i'm like instead you know instead of focusing on that which is kind of somewhat negative in a yes. sense it's, it's never a, a easy decision for a woman to have to even make but why why are we putting daycares in the workplaces for yeah. women you or know why are not we still just taxing on menstrual pads like you know certain pads, things like stuff like that mm-hmm. th- things that are helpful and so in five years like i said i see myself being very successful in music and just in in, in the industry period mm-hmm. but i see myself really making a difference like in the community yeah and that's something like i've always done affirm yeah. it girl yes and so it shall be okay <laughs> yes i we love just, that we just sealed the deal. We just yes. sealed the deal. i love that because i love nowadays 
you can have your musical career, mm-hmm. your fashion, beauty, whatever right. you're into, and people are still linking that business to back mm-hmm. to the community. Right. Okay, what is this going to provide for our community? Like, mm-hmm. what are we going to give back? What are we going to build? Right. Or what can we do for the future little ones for us to do, you know? Yeah. So I think that is so important, and I love yeah. that. Yes, yeah. yes. Because let me tell you something. I'm, I'm going to let you know something. It's hard as a woman in her 20s, mm-hmm. you know, late 20s. <laughs> <laughs> kind of mid, hold on, mid 20s. Right. <laughs> um, because like I said, I've even had people tell me, and you probably wouldn't even be able to believe this, but they tell me all the time, you know, you know what, about my image, about my body image. Because like I said, we're at a time right now where, you know, curvy is in, and the booty implants, and the breast implants, mm-hmm. and, you know, to be all thick this and thick that and stuff like that. Okay, and it's like, you know, well, what about the women who are naturally petite? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a lady, but I don't have to conform and do this yes. and do that. To what society To what society, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm natural. I haven't had no work done, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm a beautiful woman, and I don't think that, women should have to feel pressure. And see, that's the thing. I just, I don't want these young girls feeling pressure to have to, mm-hmm. oh, I have to look like this. I have to look like that. Because surgery, you could go to sleep and never wake, wake up, up from yeah, that. Absolutely. You know? And so, me, by me being me, whether I'm this or I'm that or whatever, at least girls will be like, well, she's confident in who she is. Mm-hmm. You know? I was always petite growing up. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, you know, for... For, for those of us who feel in pressure, like, don't feel pressure, you know? Yeah. Let this woman be her size. This woman is her size. This woman is her size, you know? And if you want to switch it up, go work out, you know? Yeah. Go get an insurer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I, I mean, I definitely feel the same sometimes because even though I'm a plus-size woman, yeah. I still kind of in that middle part where mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not curvy. Like, I ain't got no yeah. big old booty and stuff. <laughs> like, but at the same time, like... Yeah, there can be changes, but yeah. at the same time, like, I'm me, and I have to love myself yeah. as is, because who else going to do it, you know? Do it? Like, so you have to walk with your head high, mm-hmm. have confidence, yeah. and I'm so glad you brought up, because a lot of people, when they hear body image mm-hmm. issues, they always go to a heavier set person. Yeah. At the same time, little girls, they be getting, yeah. you know, we get, jokes I and mean, everything else. It's like, Jokes and everything, and, like, when we try to defend that, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh no, that's the standard. Oh, that's the typical model. Like, what standard. you complaining for? What you complaining for? I would yeah. have to do this, but at the same time, it's still kind of like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you never know if you're poking at an insecurity. You yeah. never know if you're poking at, you know, because it's an open wound, an open wound, or just anything. Because I've heard plenty of times, especially um, just by being on Facebook, you know, just mm-hmm. seeing certain statuses and just being able to comment on them. But it's always this divide, like where it's like the more the petite women, they're like, hey, you know. We, we always get slack for being petite, especially in the African-American community yeah. where it's looked at for you to be like a certain boom, mm-hmm. bam, pow, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, hey, it's okay. I'm yes. here. I'm doing it. I never had a man complain. Look, yeah, okay. I, look he ain't complaining. <laughs> Listen, one of my favorite things my mother have told me, and I will always remember this, and I'm pretty sure she's like, I don't know things I've told you. You remember this one thing? But one day I was telling her, I was like, I want a bigger butt. Like, mm-hmm. I want a nice booty. <laughs> she would look at me. She was like, for what? And I was right. like, because why wouldn't I want a big butt? Right. And then she was like, can your butt do anything that someone else can't? And I'm like, no. She said, 
that big booty is doing the same thing your little booty would be doing. So there's no difference. There's and no I was just difference. like. She right. Shout like, out to that, Mama because she is right. right. Hey, Mom, that was spot yes. on. She's like, the same thing that booty can do, your booty can do too. And she's right. like, and you can put that to anything else. And I was like, that's true. She's that right. is true. And ever since then, I'm like, you know what? You're going to get this booty, whatever shape's going to be. You're going to get it. <laughs> and then, like I said, like, a lot of women, another thing we got to help teach these girls is don't do it for the men. Yes. It's never for yes. the men mm-hmm. because we're raised differently. And so we got to start – be a good woman to yourself mm-hmm. first before you can even be a good woman Absolutely. to anybody yeah. else. Because if you don't know yourself, if you're not confident in yourself, you're always, you know, not, I'm not going to say always, but you're more prone to end up in a situation where you're going to lose yourself in that relationship because that man is going to be who he wants Girl. to be. It's up to you to come in That's to that right. relationship and be who you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey. That's the word. Y'all yeah. listen to that. That's for real. That like, you can, real. I feel like, even for myself, when I was younger, mm-hmm. especially in my, um, you know, late teens and early 20s, mm-hmm. I was so prone to losing myself. Like, mm-hmm. every relationship, every situation, yeah. I kind of lost myself in that because for some reason, I looked to that person to build me right. up. It's like, well, okay, I'm presenting this, you know, mm-hmm. open plate for him to take from me. Exactly. But eventually, he's going to give you something back, right? And it's like, but girl... What you giving away what you need. Like, what you, you need, need to take that away. Well, oh, my God. Yes. A whole sermon. Girl. That. <laughs> and I think that's so true because for the longest, I was telling about, like, oh, I'm single, I'm single, I'm mm-hmm. single. But I was still, you know, having some, yeah. you know what I mean, a little, flirt, little play Dating. and everything. Yeah. 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 But for the last two years, mm-hmm. I haven't. And yeah. I finally got to a place where I'm okay. Like, right. I'm good by myself. Like, you know like, what you like to exactly. do. Exactly. You can so go like, out and do you. Yeah. And anyone who's coming in, Mm-hmm. I could stop him at the door and be like, I'm sorry. I don't got time for right. that. Because <laughs> like, if it's anything, even if I don't know what I want, I know what I don't want. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm working on that. Like, now I'm at the point where I know what I don't want. Yeah. Now I'm building what I do what want. Do so, want. you know, when yeah. I do get into situations or even relationships that may not end a marriage or whatever else, yeah. it's still a healthy situation. You know, a learning process. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have to tell them young. You have to. Teach and be young. real. And don't, be real. Don't, you know, give our young girls this fantasy this that this false because i yes, swear i got it i grew yes. up on the fantasy you think this guy and <laughs> this white horse is going to come save you and it's like marry maybe. you kid and yes you're just sitting back paying no bills okay. not, it ain't like that yes no more. <laughs> it is not like Listen, that no more ladies we have been bamboozled okay, okay. <laughs> and let's be honest even when that narrative was given to us they still didn't tell the truth about the fact that what they Even had to then, endure yes, to keep the it Yes. Like, we always talk about, like, especially back in the day with our grandmas mm-hmm. and grandpas. It's like, but how many times did grandpa cheat? Yeah. How many times did he be on his, you know, grandma? Yeah. Like, you have to be very honest, be honest. about, you know, life right. and how and it can hit you. when that starts happening, you need to get out yeah, of that situation. immediately. Because it's an unhealthy, toxic situation. And that's kind of why, it's funny we're talking about, like, the toxic aspects of relationships but you know what that's why i focus on the positive aspects of it in my music because i was going to bring that up um, i was like you have such good like love it's love because i grew up with Mm r&b i grew up on love because uh, r&b is all about love it's all about romance (laughs) and it just makes you feel good Mm -hmm. even though i feel like a woman could listen to my music and really relate in terms of how she feels about her man Mm -hmm. my music is actually on the flip side it's it's an encouragement to men Mm -hmm. to make them feel like 
okay, I need to yeah. I need to step up and get my woman to make her feel like I live up to this. Yeah. I live up to this standard. You know, so, because honestly, throughout my career, you'd be very surprised. A lot of my fans, I'm pretty sure they are w- some women, mm-hmm. but it, it's really the guys yeah. who really love the songs, especially with Consistency and Smooth Lover is one that they really, really mm-hmm. love. They listen to it, like I said, and it makes them feel like, how can I put myself in a position yeah, for a woman man. to, fi- to yeah. be that man mm-hmm. that this woman wants, that this woman is singing to. Yeah. Because I'm not just checking, you know, we ain't yeah. just checking for anybody. You, Where's where is the thoughtfulness? Yeah. You know, that's the where romance. Cons- the romance. That's why consistency even came about because that's what turns a woman on. Mm-hmm. It's not Girl. your money. It's <laughs> not your. You better speak It's it. not always the materialistic things. It's you just being thoughtful. It's the little things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's you knowing me mm-hmm. and being able to speak my language as yes. your woman. And so I try to make songs where it's like, like I said, a woman can relate, but a guy needs to listen and take heed to say, if she's saying consistency turns her on, I need to be more consistent with my woman then. Mm-hmm. I need to, maybe I do need to text her throughout the day because you're going to get more from me that way. Yeah, Guys, that's the secret. If any guy's listening, be consistent with your woman. Mm-hmm. Then you won't have to ask. Yes. Then you're going to, listen, you're going to have to come home. <laughs> you come home, you don't even got to ask. Okay? Right? Exactly, exactly. It's like, you know what? My boo had a terrible day today. I got some photos when he come on in. Exactly, because you know what? He does what he's supposed to do as my man. It makes it easier for me to do what I need to do as his woman. Yes. So I'm I I sing to these men too. You better get it, girl. (laughs) And then these women put it on for them. Let them know. Yes. (laughs) Look, I'm loving it. So if someone come up to you and be like, Levi, I need some words of wisdom, girl. I need some inspiration. What would you tell someone today? I would tell them to take their time. Mm. Take their time. Because nowadays in today's society, a lot of people don't use their time wisely. Mm -hmm. And with me being very spiritual, I value my time. A lot of people like to rush. Mm -hmm. But you can go nowhere real fast. Real fast. Real fast. (laughs) And you running yourself dry. You running yourself dry. You are doing too much. And you're not even doing your purpose. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're not on your path of purpose. Give yourself time to figure it out. Yeah. Like how we were talking about. Spend time with yourself. Yes. That's why after this, my daughter, she's with my brother. But, you know, after this, I'm going to go home. You know, mm-hmm. probably relax. Spend some time with myself. And a lot of people don't do that. Yes. They think they need influence from other people. But just take your time. I don't rush my music process. I don't rush anything that I've ever done. Um, And it's always worked in my favor. Because sometimes when you ask for something, a lot of people forget that God says when you ask, you shall receive. But a lot of people expect instant gratification. But when you ask, you have to give time for Mm -hmm. those things to come to you to align in the right places. Because let me tell you something, my life has been aligning so much right now. it's like and you're like oh my god like i just asked for this you know i just thought about this but you have to give god time Mm -hmm. you're one with god you're in his image so give yourself that same time that he needs to give you what you need and you'll know if it's your purpose because he's gonna make it happen Mm. better make me tap this he's gonna make it happen um like I said, don't don't lose yourself and take your time. It's your time. I can't stress it enough. It's your time. 
Yes, girl. It's time. That is a word, honey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, please let everyone know where they can follow you, support you, listen yes. to your music. Yes. Oh my gosh. So if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at Levi DeRosa Music. Um, I believe my Twitter is the same thing, Levi DeRosa Music. My Facebook is the same thing, Levi DeRosa Music. <laughs> Trying to be cohesive here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's where you can go. Um, right now I have my first EP, which is called Memoirs of a Goddess. It's on Reverb. Um, um, I'll make sure to put the link. Thank in you. The, yeah, because I um I plan on putting it back on Spotify and title and stuff like that. But like I said, that goes about what I just said. Just taking my time with it. I distributed it with someone that I didn't want to go through, so I took it back down. But we're gonna get it back up for you guys. For you yeah. know, for those of you who are on Spotify and title and stuff like that. But um, that's where you can find my music. Um, and if you want to find me, <laughs> I'm in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Charlotte right now. But, um, so yeah, just uh, check me out. Um, I have a lot of things going on. I have a performance coming up on August 3rd. I think it's called like a splash party. It's a community event. Mm-hmm. That's August 3rd. Um, and then prior to that, I have a show in Kings Mountain July 4th okay. um, for like another little community type uh, festival. Because I'm trying to, you know, get in the habit of performing more. Oh, I'm working on my video coming soon. Yes. Yes. And I'm very excited about yeah. People finally gonna get some visuals, which they've been waiting for. What will the song be? Consistency. Okay, yeah. I just love it so much. Oh my god. Because <laughs> people need to be consistent. <laughs> <laughs> that is the word. <laughs> so we're gonna put that out there first and put that in the universe so we mm-hmm. can, you know, get some people on that wave. We're gonna do consistency because that's really like a fan favorite. Um, it'll be my first video, which I'm very excited about. Definitely okay. Well, you guys definitely check out Levi. I'll be sure to put all the information in the bio. And thank you. Thank I'm so you glad to have met me. you. I'm just happy we finally got yes. together. Because it was just like, you know, yes. good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. <laughs> all right, guys. Until it. next time, make sure you check out Community Tuesdays on your favorite podcast app. And until next week, we're out.